Hey everyone, how's it going today? Obviously, we pre-record these uh, podcasts before we upload them on a weekly basis, but um, just as reference, today is actually Thursday, the uh, November the 4th. It was interesting this morning. I woke up, or no, well, of course I woke up. I, uh, somewhere around 9 o'clock, 9.30, whatever it was, I decided to check the uh, outside temperature. And to my surprise, it was 35 degrees. And it was interesting to me because right at that moment, I thought, wow, it's 35 degrees outside. That's pretty cold, but I'm pretty warm. I looked around the room. I was in the still I was in the bedroom when I was when I did this I was looking around the room and just thought wow it's warm in here and it kind of gave me a uh, cliche here kind of gave me a warm and fuzzy feeling knowing that I woke up and it was warm when it was when it was so cold outside my mic just dropped for some reason we must have ghosts um so it was it was for whatever reason, it was just a refreshing feeling to me that, uh, and a good start to the day that, hey, it's warm in here. Uh, we live in uh, the southeast part of Pennsylvania, and we are experiencing fall right now, and it has been cold the last couple of days. And then to the other side of the state, well, actually not a couple hours from, from our place, they had gotten some snow yesterday, and then as you, the further west and north you go and into PA, they got obviously more and more snow um so anyway i was i was rehashing um our day yesterday we <laughs> really had a crazy day yesterday um last week's podcast uh, when mike was here oh first of all let me back up a second um reason why i'm by myself if you all could uh, have some positive thoughts and prayers out to mike and his family um they have a family member that uh, that uh, came down with a medical uh, kind of sudden medical condition. No, it's not COVID. Um, and uh, so Mike is uh, tending to that uh, family member, and and uh, hopefully that will will all work out for him. But uh, keep Mike in your thoughts and your prayers uh, this week, and when uh, I'll give updates. Um during the next podcast and such. So I didn't want to forget about Mike. That's why he's not here today. Um, so yesterday, um, in the last podcast, we explained, we talked, we kind of briefly talked a little bit about that uh, Paul and I got sued. And um, it was interesting to me because we had our hearing, um, which would have been a week ago yesterday. And it, really blew my mind how you can be such a good person and dedicate your time, your energy, your finances, blood, sweat, and tears, as they say, and then you go to court and that same organization, two representatives, outright lied they lied there is no i do not like that word of lie that lie and lying i don't like that word 
but it fits perfectly today. They lied. And the thing about it was, what made it most frustrating for me is because how do you defend somebody who's lying? You can tell your side of the story and, and go into more detail than just saying, no, I didn't say that. And give grave detail in hope that in hopes that the judge will listen to your story with the grave detail and think, you know what? I have two sides of the story, but these guys really gave me a pretty detailed account of what happened, so we'll go with them. And sadly, yesterday we found out that the judge did not do that and that uh, she awarded them what they were asking for, which was a couple dollars short of $1,000. It is a, a pretty detailed case, and um, it... On the surface, if you just hear a two or three line sentence of, of what occurred, you would think, well, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Why did you fight it? And the fact of the matter was we, we really didn't have a choice because they kept changing they kept changing up what they were saying to us prior to the hearing. So we really had no choice because our backs were up against the wall. So now this was done at a what what are called a district district justice office in Pennsylvania. Um, so that's the first level of court. And I spent a good part of the, the day, well, I found out right around noon. So I spent the rest of the evening, the rest of the day and into the evening thinking about what to do because, you know, we have options. We could appeal it and then go to a county court and have another judge listen to it, which at that once it gets to the county level, they, they will listen to more of a legal argument. If it doesn't make any sense to most people because you think you're at a district court, they're supposed to listen to, to, to all. But in all reality, a district court is not a record of a law, that, which does get a little bit confusing because you figure, well, you go there for legal issues and the judge decides and yeah, yeah. But, but what, in reality, what happens is if you go to a county judge, you start all over like it never happened. Um, so we are in the process of thinking about what we should do. Um, it's it's really hard for me because I am a guy of integrity, honesty, and especially when I'm under oath. Um, I spent 15 years in law enforcement, and I took that oath very seriously each and every time and to sit there in the courtroom and just watch the one person in particular just outright lie was it, it was like it was so demeaning to us and it boils down to, again, what do we do? I want to fight it. The inner, you know, my inner self is I want to fight this because they're lying and I want the truth to be told. And then I think, well, you know, is it really worth it? Does it, does it really going to matter? Um, 
because when all this was going down, we really didn't tell many people. I mean, we told our, you know, our immediate family, of course, and then about one or two people that are really close to us. So we didn't discuss this at all. Um, but it's so hard to have restraint and to be quiet and not and really not fight back and not do anything about it because that's just not in my nature um so we're going to take some time we have 30 days to uh to decide whether or not we're going to appeal it or not i'm not again we're not really sure what we're going to do but it, it's just amazing how People will just, they just lie. I ju it, just, it just blows me away. Now, you might say, well, hey, you shouldn't be surprised. You know, people do it all the time and, and, and such. But it's hard when people will stroke your ego and then turn around and just slam you and lie to you. Um, originally, one of my thoughts were, you need to fight for other people. It's not always about us. You know, you need to protect those that could possibly run into the same situation again. But then I thought, well, it, it's too big of an area. There's too many people involved. It's not like I'm going to take out a, a, you know, a get on the news, get on national news. I mean, it's it's not like that's going to happen because it's not, nobody's going to care. But it just totally amazes me on how people can just, just do that, be so vicious and, and just, I got to get you. And I don't know... Like, I honestly don't know what the whole... Well, I know what part of the problem is, and part of the problem is an ego thing on her part. Um, she wasn't happy with the with a conversation that we had, and that's just, um, well, get over it. Um, but, and I guess it's, it's her way of, of, of just trying to, to make us look bad and trying to... I got you. That's what it is. I got you. And I don't care how you, you know, I don't care how I have to play the game. I'm going to win. And that's, that's pretty much what's going on. Of course, we could always take the, the thought process, which it has run through my head about, we know what the truth is and just move on. That is a very viable way to handle it also. Um, it's interesting it it one of the reasons why we didn't talk about it was because I really didn't want to get a whole lot of feedback from people because as I already have found out um the the people that we had had told what was going on they were reaching out to us and asking us how how it went you know what did we hear anything and that kind of stuff and we I even got opposite ends of feedback from those people from exactly what I said, 
from just let it go. You know what the truth is. Don't worry about it. To fight it. This is a bunch of crap. You need. You know. You really need to fight this. So getting outside information from people sometimes is good, but then sometimes it just muddies the water. So basically what it's going to boil down to is Paula and I are going to sit down and, and well, we're going to, we've been talking about it. We'll continue to talk about it and uh, we'll discuss it with our attorney and stuff and see what, which angle, which, which direction we're going to, we're going to travel in, you know, kind of is what it is. Um, so we, we also, um, funny to me it's kind of a funny story um we've been battling with our trash company now what had happened was our trash company merged with another company about a year ago and out of nowhere a month ago they stopped picking up our trash so i just figured hey you know it's one of those deals where they must have got new people and they don't realize because we kind of are on the you know not on the beaten path and even though our our and our address shows on an on on the highway which we live on a stone lane off the highway so it's not always the easiest place to find i get it so i thought maybe they just got some new people in and and uh that's what's going on so we went three weeks of back and forth email with the company and then at the end of the third week they said well we can't come down your your stone lane anymore we're not going to back down your stone lane. And I thought, well, this is ridiculous because they kept telling me we're going to we're going to pick it up. We're going to we're going to send a truck out. We're going to pick it up. And they never did. So then I finally got a hold of somebody on the phone, which was in my I think my in the last podcast where I told the whole story about going to the bank and the store and all that stuff. And they told me that they don't have access to come down our lane, which I explained to them because they were looking at Google Maps. Well, when you look at Google Maps, it doesn't show, there's a large turnaround at the bottom of the lane, which it's not shown on the Google Maps, which it, it, it's a, that's a whole, <laughs> a whole nother story for another day. But so they said, um, so then I talked to somebody on the phone and they're like, okay, no problem. She assured me no problem that would be here Monday. So then Monday comes and goes and they didn't pick up the trash. So I sent an email and says, hey, you know, trash wasn't picked up. And, <clears throat> and then they asked me if I put it out on the highway. And we had had a discussion about this before. I was like, I don't have a right to put it on the highway. I don't own property on the highway. It's not my lane. I don't have, you know, I don't have the right to do that. So we're back and forth, back and forth about this. And then again, they said, well, so I said, you know what? I've had enough. I'm going to, I'm just going to call another trash service and just get our trash picked up. So I wound up calling a total of three trash companies. And I finally got the third trash company who said, yeah, that's, that's not a problem. I don't really understand what everybody else is doing, but you know, we'll pick a trash up. And, the one, the one company even sent somebody down in a pickup truck, and they videoed the whole, the, the lane, the turnaround, and, and it was. She came back up, and I was talking to her a little bit, and she goes, "Well, it is a little bit tight down there, but um, I will." And you, you know, you got trees out here and the limbs, and I was thinking to myself, "Wait, are are you kidding me? You, it's a trash truck. If you brush across trees." no big deal i mean what's the big deal there's some limbs some leaves it's not a big deal and i thought to myself 
if you have how scary is it that you have drivers driving for you that aren't are unable to turn around in this big area it's a huge area I mean, we have tractor trailers that come down through there they turn around without much issue and a trash truck plus we have it's a sewer pump house it's a township pounds they have big trucks that come down all the time so it's not a big deal so anyway so we got the the uh the trash the whole trash thing figured out i guess and <laughs> it just it's it's just the I tell these stories because it's it's an amazing world that we're in right now, and I I I know it's because I'm getting older. I know it's because I have some life experiences that most people don't have. I know that I'm my personality is more of a just a problem solver, get the job done, and move on. And I'm not one that handles, um, I've got a great quote, i got a great term for this, but it's a bad word. Um, when you overly brain think something, um, that drives me absolutely nuts. I don't have a problem with if you have a situation you're or you're developing something or you have an idea and you're talking through it, well, that's good. That's You're hashing things out and you're trying to cover all your bases and all that kind of stuff that's fun for me i love doing that kind of stuff but when it comes down to trying to do something or, or there's a task at hand and you actually talk more about it than it would really take you to do the the job at hand that's what cracks me up I'm having issues with my mic. It keeps moving. So I just changed it around. Let's see what happens. Um, so I, the election results are uh, trickling in from different areas and such. And, and there's a lot of <laughs> the, the media now has a new, <laughs> something new to talk about. And it's funny how some of the mainstream media is going crazy with it. And they're not happy that some of the Republicans have won and, and so on. One of the things that I guess caught me a little bit, um, a little bit off guard, I guess you would call it, is the schools. Um, I I didn't realize because my ki- I don't have any kids in school anymore. I didn't realize that there were a lot of school districts, even locally, that were the parents were unhappy with how the curriculum. Did I say that right? <laughs> What they're teaching the kids in school, I didn't realize that was a big issue, um, but apparently it is. I read a bunch of posts yesterday about people saying they were so glad that the, the these certain candidates got in because they're going to change the way the school is, and watching the clips from Virginia and listening to the um, the governor and uh, I don't know what her title is, the first governor or whatever she is, um, listening to them speak and that lady totally cracked me up i i wasn't following very i wasn't following closely at all actually because there was so much going on on yesterday that i i really didn't care to follow along follow along the the media with what was going on i really didn't care and what i didn't realize was there were clips that they were showing that said that people were racist 
and different derogatory comments that they make to the Republicans because they elected the Virginia governor and the first, the first, um, I'm so embarrassed. I can't remember what it's called. The first, the, the, um, the first, the, the governor and the, it's not the vice governor, but laugh at me anyway, the vice governor, the first in charge. Um, because she's from Jam- she's from Jamaica, I think it is, and she's a she's a she's a black lady from Jamaica. When she speaks, you can even detect her accent. And she, she was talking last night, and it was cracking me up because she was saying, "What are you talking about, racist? Haven't you seen who I am?" And it just it just really cracked me up that how once again people really are just reacting without having the all the information. The day after Halloween, which was November 1st, of course, there was a post in our local, uh, one of our local Facebook pages where this lady explained that she was trick-or-treating and she was walking with her kids and she stood, I guess, on the sidewalk or whatever and then the kids went up to the door. Well, the people at the the apartment or house or whatever it was brought the kids in and shut the door and then according to our post they locked the door and and somehow a kid got pushed well i and and she said she she called the police the police came and they took her statement and they told her you know just you know continue on your night or just whatever just just don't hang around because we're going to get back to you once we do the investigation and I could not believe the amount of comments and what people were saying. It was to the point that I jumped in and said, hey, here's the deal. Because it's a local page. It's my hometown. I put in there and said, I would wait until the police have the opportunity to do the investigation and read the, and, and release their results. Because I respect... And I trust our police department. And I feel that they will do a thorough investigation. And then once the details are done, we'll know. I mean, there were people on there saying, you need to release the address. You need to be blasting this these people. We need to be going. And, and I was like, are you kidding me? You want to shut these people down and, and, and subject them to personal injury, property damage because you don't know the whole story? Well, then a um, couple hours after I had had some, some interaction with some people because some people were trying to slam me, and and I just replied back and said, look, I, I, all I can say is what I originally said, is I respect the police. I know they will do a good job, and I think we're I, I think that we just need to sit back and wait. I didn't slam anybody. I didn't retaliate towards anybody. And then this one lady decides she's going to try to woke me. She wrote back and said that I was very condescending and that if I had kids, I would feel differently and that I was totally wrong. And where did I, where do I get coming off the way I'm coming off? And she, I mean, she was really trying to start a uh, crap storm with her comment. So I replied back to her and said, well, in your, in your comment, you have asked me multiple questions. Number one, 
I do have kids. Number two, I was a police officer in that town, in this town, when I had kids. In fact, some of the police officers that are still there, including the chief, know my kids. Now, some of my kids have kids now. And to say, to ask me, am I worried about my kids? I worry about my kids every day. But am I worried about what, what transpired at that unknown location in our town? Am I worried about that? No, I'm not. And neither should you be. Because I believe that most, if not all, I'm laughing because I don't like to use the word all, but most of the parents in our town are good people. And they raise their kids good, that they would protect them. You know, we can argue back and forth as far as how they raise their kids and all that kind of stuff. But for the most part, I believe that people of our town will protect their own kids. So it's a pretty simple solution. Just keep an eye on your kid. I mean, our township is 26 and a half square miles. And we have a very large township. And where could you possibly go in our town that you would need to worry about your kids that bad? We have several parks in our town. And if you sit on a bench, you can watch your kids. And if somebody even gets remotely close to the kids, you're closer to your kids than they are. Get up off the, fu- get up off the bench and walk over to your child. I mean, it's not rocket science here. So to say I should be nervous, no, I shouldn't be nervous. That I'm not nervous. But it all boils down to, I mean, I, I say it all the time that, Get all the information first, process the information as you have it, and then make a decision. Don't be jumping ships and and listening to what you read on Facebook. And, and actually the the girl who wrote the post, she was she was pretty decent. Um it, it was kind of a like a a if I'm on a scale, I would say like an eighty percent good post. It wasn't real bad. It was just kind of an kind of an informational post. Is it something I would have written? Of course not, because I, you know, I don't do that. I don't slam other people um, like that. That was just, I mean, and it it really wasn't that bad. Well, then I did read a post from two different people, comments, I'm sorry, from two different people that they, they obviously had put it all together and they knew what was going on. And they came to the defense of the people and they said, look, those people are the nicest people in the world. Because what was going through my head, oh, no, there was another post that, or another comment that cracked me up, and maybe this is just showing my age, but they said, why are the people even doing that? And I was thinking, well, we always did that. You always went in, you know, you, you knocked on the door, the person, you went into their house, and they stood there for a minute, and they tried to guess who you were. And one person said, well, what right do they have to ask who they are? Um, it's Halloween. And as a kid, that was one of the funnest parts was getting dressed up so your neighbors couldn't, they couldn't figure out who you were. And you wanted them to know who you were. I don't know. I guess that's just, I guess I'm old school. But then that leads to the question. If you have that fear of somebody, if your, your kids going into somebody's house, why are you even there? Why are you taking your kids out and going to places where you don't know the people? Or 
if you don't know the people, why are you? I, I that part I just didn't understand. Why would you go somewhere where you don't know people? Which I know it happens every year. I mean, I know it. And I've seen a bunch of people. I guess what they were doing was they they put the candy out in a bowl or whatever they do. Okay, yeah, whatever, that's fine. And then there's people that were just kind of hanging outside and giving out candy. And and I, I, you know, I guess the traditional way would be you you somebody knocks on your door and you just kind of open the door and throw some candy in their bag. I guess that's what you're supposed to do, and then move on. I mean, I don't know. I guess that's what the <laughs> politically correct thing to do Halloweening is, but it just kind of cracks me up. And once again, I don't get it. But here we are. So the other thing I did yesterday was I, I went to the doctors. I was having um, an issue. Uh, sinuses this time of year for me are kind of bad. Um, and then I developed like a my ear I developed ear pain and it happened before and talk about time flies when you're having fun. I asked the doctor, I said, Hey, when was I in here for the last time for that ear issue? And she's like, Oh, it's been almost exactly a year. So I thought, Oh, okay. That's not too bad. Going in once a year for the doctor. I guess that's you know not a bad thing, but it really kind of cracked me up a little bit when I called for the appointment and I get this part. I, I, get, I get this part. They asked me if, I was around anyone that had COVID. Well, now I'm seasoned with that answer because, you know, the first couple of times I heard that question, I, I, I got dumbfounded. I didn't know how to answer it because I was like, how the hell do I know if I was around somebody who had COVID or not? So now my, my standard answer is I have no information that anybody I was around had COVID. So then they, they I could tell the girl because I, I knew the girl who answered the phone. And she, she, she was him hauling. I could tell she was like him hauling around. And I knew where she was going with this because I have somebody that's close to us that, um, that has COVID. And they're doing well and everything's okay. They're going back to work. It's not, it wasn't an issue. It, they didn't really have an issue. Um, but they asked me if I was around that person. And I said, no, I wasn't. I laughed. I was like, no, I haven't been around that person for a while, a month or so. And, and we just, we communicate by texting and phone calls and that kind of stuff. So we're all in the clear. And I was just blown away because they said, she said to me, well, what about a video, you know, doing a video appointment? And I said, well, I would be totally fine with the video appointment, but I have an ear issue and I really would like her to look in my ear and see what's going on. I mean, if, if, if there's a problem with, you know, if there's a policy procedure, something going on, just tell me. But I just, it would kind of make sense to me that since I'm having my major complaint is what's going on with my ear because it hurts that I would need to come in and see the doctor. So I was, I was blown away, but, I understood at the same time when they told me that, well, if there's somebody with COVID symptoms, we don't even see them. And I was like, what? I understood, but it didn't make any sense. You're a doctor's office. People get sick, they come to you. And I can't understand why they wouldn't see somebody who was, who was sick that could potentially need advanced medical care and they just say, well, we're not going to see them. It 
it really didn't make any sense. Okay, now that that is the part that that didn't make any sense because hey, you're a doctor's office. But what does make sense is they don't want to expose their employees to COVID. If you, I guess, if you know you have it, I don't know. The person that I know that has it, um, I suggested that they take a home test because they did a little bit of research that turned into a lot of research that it turns out that with the home test, there are a very, it's very low um, percentage, like single digits minus zero, it's like 0.03% or something like that. A very low percentage that you will, if you test positive, that it's a false positive. So that it's, it's a pretty good shot that if you take a home test and you come out positive, you pretty much can say, yeah, I got COVID. So I, I thought that was interesting. So I go into the doctor, you know, whatever we're talking and, you know, we all know, we know each other and stuff. And so we were catching up since the last time I was there. And, and it was actually a good thing I went because there was some information that she didn't have that she needed. So she um, sought out that information that um, she wanted reviews for some tests I had had probably like, I don't know, a few months ago. And um, so she sent the prescription to the pharmacy, which is our CVS in Douglasville. And this was at, my point was at like 2.15, so I figure I was out of there at 3 o'clock. It probably wasn't 3 o'clock. It was probably earlier, but to give you an example, it was probably around 3 o'clock. And uh, Paula gets home, my wife Paula gets home about whatever time she gets home, 4.30, quarter five, whatever. So we're sitting here talking, and she said, did you... Actually, she texted me. She called me on her way home, and she asked me if I heard anything from the pharmacy. And I was like, no, nah, I, I haven't heard anything. So I figured, you know, no big deal, whatever. It's going to take them a couple hours or whatever it takes them to do it. So then I heard nothing. So this morning around whatever time it was, it's like 9.30, 10 o'clock or something like that, I call into the pharmacy because everything's automated, and they can tell by your phone number. And they said, oh, we're working on a prescription. I'm like, wait, what? I, it's It's been... Almost, uh, how many hours is that? Should have did the math before I started thinking about talking about it. But so let's see if, if it was three o'clock and three o'clock in the morning is 12, 13. Well, okay, they're not open, but but still, it's it, it's uh, uh, 12 hours, yeah, 13, 14, uh, about 18 hours since uh, since this prescription was called in and it's not ready yet. I mean, wow, it's amazing what what we must be going through that it takes a pharmacy, you know, that many hours to get a a prescription and I think I'm getting like an antibiotic, I think is what it is. An antibiotic that is readily available filled to have it ready for pickup. That just, that really blew my mind. Now again, am I getting old? Am I getting cranky? Is, I, is that... Something that hey, you should, no big deal. I mean, again, it's not. I'm not losing sleep over it, but it just kind of blew my mind. And then adding on to everything that happened yesterday, and um, it it's just a, it, it's just turning really weird. I mean, I guess it's been very weird. But when you have multiple things like that that happen in your day, it it can take a toll on you and. I remember thinking to myself that just just keep processing. It'll be you know you'll be okay. Just just think it through and and 
all will be well. And, and I guess it was because, like I said, I woke up this morning and, and I was okay. Um, so switching gears, when we, Mike and I first came on and, and uh, decided that we were going to do a podcast and, and we started doing it, I was thinking that, well, I, I thought and we spoke about we need to find a niche. And it's nice because I follow multiple people that do pod- podcasting and I listen to them and I know it's it's something that's not going to blow up overnight and it's going to take some time and, and I'm okay. I, I'm, I'm okay with riding out the waves because it's, it's kind of fun. I enjoy doing this. And I was still thinking that, hey, we need to, we got we to gotta somehow find a niche. I mean, there's so many things out there to talk about. And uh, one of the things that I love doing is when I'm watching a podcast or listen, for the most part, I watch them, but listening to a podcast and I see somebody that's a guest on the podcast and I've never heard of this person before. So I'll Google them and I'll see you know, who they are, what they're about, what's their claim to fame. And then I'll Google what are they worth? And it just blows my mind at how many people that I've never even heard of before are just worth millions. It just, it cracks me up at how successful people are and they've never been heard of before by me. Um, so I've been, I've been spending a lot of time on on Facebook, there's a thing called Reels. It's, I guess, I, I, I'm not 100% sure. I know you can do your little short video clip from Facebook, but I think you can also, well, I know you can. I just don't know how to do it. You can also um, send a TikTok video to um, Facebook, and then Facebook puts it on their, what, what is called Reels. And some of them are really funny. I mean, they're pretty cool. They're they're real interesting, and and I really I can spend I spend a lot of time watching these these reels. They're called these short videos, and just watching the the the, the talent that people have in making these little videos. And I'll look at it because it'll tell you how many views there were. I guess they're I guess they're views, whatever the, the numbers that are on the thing. And it's amazing how <clears throat> there are people that just have thousands and thousands of likes or whatever views or whatever they're called and it just it, it's interesting to me because it's like it just goes to show how many people are out there and it's it's got to be the world because it's not just the United States that have access to social media okay I mean it's not it should, you know, it, it's not something that anybody would say, you know, on the surface, you'd be like, yeah, well, no kidding. Everybody's got a phone and everybody has a phone, has social media for the most part. And um, those numbers are just crazy. I mean, it's amazing how many people are out there that are, are out there doing this and how they became successful and just doing videos. I mean, it's it's incredible how how much technology is producing wealth for people and it's kind of I don't know to me it's kind of exciting because it just shows that it doesn't matter what you do in life you can become successful if you just put your mind to it and keep doing it and just don't just keep doing it eventually it will 
it will prosper for you, I would guess. Um, so that's where it brings me into the thought process of what to do from here. I mean, we, I'll just say me as a person, I know that it's very difficult to have patience because we like to get stuff pretty quickly and we're not good at sitting around waiting. And it seems like that's, we've been doing a lot of that. We've been waiting a lot for different things to happen, different information to come through and, and different signs of, of, um, you know, things are happening and, and so on. And I just sit and wonder about doing the right thing. You know, am I doing the right thing? Should I be doing something differently? And I know by reading the amount of posts that I read on Facebook, I don't do a whole lot of Twitter, but on Facebook, how many people are struggling with this exact this exact thing of patience. I mean, I see people put comments up about, you know, this or that happened and, and I don't know what to do. And, and it literally was just something that happened an hour ago. And it's like, yo, just sit back and wait. Just, just, just sit back and, and, and things will fall into place. And it's just, it's, it's interesting to me how the pe how, how stressed out people are today. I trying to, as I was talking about that, it made me think about a post I read. <coughs> and it was a really interesting post because I don't know if anybody else, I'm sure probably most people run into this, but if, if you have something that's running through your mind and then all of a sudden you start scrolling through Facebook in my case, you start reading things that apply to what you were just thinking about. And you think, wow, is that like a sign? Is that something, you know, am I supposed to be reading this? Is that sent to me for a reason? And um, when I was talking to Mike yesterday, he's he is a big believer in karma. Um, to me, my thing is the jury's out on that. Um, I, I will at times use the word karma just because for conversational purposes, it, it's easier to say karma because everybody knows what you're talking about. But I, as a kid, I guess, or what growing up, we would always say what comes around goes around. So I... I'm not like because I'm such a kind heart. I don't ever want to think that somebody's being penalized for something they did to me. And I just, I just don't, I don't have that thought process. I mean, I might kind of like, because there were situations that have been going down, and I'm, I'm talking about this for a reason. I had mentioned it to Mike about karma, and I said, "Hey." Uh, want to have a karma conversation with you and he laughs because he's you know he knows my standpoint on it and, and how how i remain open about it and that kind of stuff 
And I said, but let me throw this by you. There were three situations that occurred whereas the person that the say bad things, bad things happened to them were right around the time of when we were going, Paul and I were going through this struggle of being lied to. And I said to him, what do you think? And he, he started busting up laughing. He goes, that's all karma, man. He goes, there it is. He goes, you're getting, you know, they're getting their payback for how they treated you. And again, because like I said, I have a kind heart. I don't, I don't want that. I don't want somebody to suffer, someone to have bad things happen because they did bad to me. I, I, I don't want that. What I would like, which, and I don't like to use the word never or ever in my conversations, but I strongly believe this is not going to happen. If it does, I'll report back. I just would like them to reach out to me and say they were sorry and say that that's it that they were sorry and this would all go away i would i would just roll over and i would pay a thousand dollars and just say you know what that apology meant meant more to me than any judge ruling in my favor could ever could ever do um again do i think it's going to happen no I really don't. But, you know, hey, there's a chance. So, I don't know. I've realized that, that every there's a lot of people that are going through, and actually, you know, this time of year is a really stressful time for people. Um, this weekend, we turn the clocks back, which means more hours of darkness for us during awake times. And then it's getting colder, so people are going to be getting cabin fever and followed by depression. And this is this is and, and the holidays are depressing for people. Um and I just hope that if there's any people that are out there that are listening and, and they just keep close with those people that they know that suffer from depression at this time depression, anxiety, whatever you want to call it, all of it, part of it, just stay close to those people and, and um, you know, let them know they're important. I use the analogy that the, I was told in my, I was in my early 20s and the person said to me, you know, think about how much change you had from the time you were 10 until you were 20 just in those 10 years so a lot goes on in your life and then if you want to add 21 and say from the time you were 10 until you were 21 think about all those changes that have occurred and then think about that in the future that if only half the things change from the time you are at your age for another five years or another 10 years and to, to try to get people's mindsets to change from the negativity that is making them go down the spiral to a positive to say hey you know yeah things are tough 
things are tough right now, but it's going to get, change is going to happen and we're going to look back at this in, in five years or 10 years from now and just say, wow, it really kind of wasn't that bad or it was a bad time or a hard time and, and um, we got through it. Well, I'm going to leave you with that. And um, hope everybody has a good day, good week. And, um, you know, hey, feel free to always reach out to us. You can go on Facebook, MAD, Deep End of the Pool, on Facebook. Personal page is always available. Please like and please share because this is the only way that we're going to get our word out. So I hope everybody has a great day. Later, peeps. <laughs>